everybody welcome to another episode of capes cows and close calls my name is nick with me always is my co-host sean king what's up everybody So, Sean, um, we just had D23 passes and San Diego Comic-Con, right? So, always with those big events, we have a bunch of trailers and exclusives and things like that. So, at they first showed it at D23 and then also again at San Diego Comic-Con. But there was an Avengers Infinity War trailer. It did get leaked online. We may or may not have watched it. Spoiler <laughs> alert, we did. Um, but dude, I think we need to talk about it. Definitely. All right. So we're going to start off with a description for people who haven't seen it. Cause dude, I'm sure the leak won't last very long. Like they're going to Disney and Marvel are going to get online and just, yeah, dude, I'm sure they got thousands of people scouring the internet right now trying to rip it down. So it's not going to be up for very long. So if you didn't get a chance to see it, or if you don't want to see it, um, we're going to go ahead and break it down for you guys. We're going to give you a description, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, so it starts out, right? So start out with the trailer. Um, we hear the the line from, what was it, from Civil War? Or was it from the first Avengers? Well, Captain America says, um, no, Iron Man says, how do we do this? Captain America goes together. And then Iron Man says, we'll lose. And then Captain America goes, well, we'll do that together, too. What movie is that from? I think that's the first Avengers. I think so, too, right? Yeah. That's yeah, like but... when they're um, first beginning to deal with becoming a team and everything. Yeah, before the Chitauri get there, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we start out with that um, screen still black, right? And then the trailer starts up. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. All right, so we start <clears throat> with the shot of the Guardians are flying through space, right, in the in the Milano. And Peter Quill goes, all right, guys, this is going to be rough, so let's get our get our mean faces on. And then smack, Thor smacks into the windshield of the Milano. Oh, man, I feel like I'm really loud. So Thor smacks into the front windshield of the Milano. And we get a funny line from Rocket saying, get him off, get him off, get him off. <laughs> so they bring Thor into the ship. He's wounded. You can clearly see he's wounded. He's battered. Like, he's unconscious. Mantis wakes him up. He wakes up, freaks out for a second, turns and looks and says, who, who the hell are you guys? Um, they continue to, what appears like, go through, like, some type of wormhole or, like, warp zone. And I'm, I'm assuming they're going to Earth. Um, then it cuts to a scene of Scarlet Witch. And it already looks like the world has been, like... Not destroyed, but like there's definitely a, yeah, there's definitely a lot of wreckage and stuff. So we do know that. Well, I don't know if you know this, but the Black Order is going to be in the movie. So the Black Order is Thanos's four children, not including like Gamora and Nebula. Those are his adopted children. These are Thanos's four like Actual real children. children. Yeah, um, I don't know a ton with that. 
I, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know a ton about them, but I know they are his children, and they they're called the Black Order. There's four of them. There's like. Well, you don't know the mother. No, I have no idea. Um, but they're like basically kind of like his his army. Um, okay. So they're all pretty strong. So I'm guessing that he's probably already sent them uh, ahead of him to Earth. Um, so we see kind of like a battered up world. We see Scarlet Witch cut a car in half with her powers. Um, we then cut to a scene of Peter Parker is sitting on the school bus and we see the hair on his arms start to raise up. Right. And so a lot of people are like, oh, spider shoot. Senses. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're finally going to get get the, get the spider sense going. Um, so that's pretty exciting. And he kind of like turns around and he's like something like you could tell you could see the look on his face like something big is coming he doesn't know what it is quite yet um we then see what do we see next we then see um ah we see what is next i think it's i don't know i don't have it memorized yeah me either i don't have it memorized quite yet either but Okay, so no, there it is. So we we see, um, we hear Thanos come start talking, um, and we see kind of like a ship land on Earth. And I don't I don't believe it's his ship because he eventually comes through like a portal. Right. Um, so so we maybe see, one of his kids. Yeah, we get a couple shots of different people. Like we see a shot of like Gamora. You see a shot of Mantis. We see a shot of. Um, Strange. Doctor Strange with Star-Lord and Drax and Iron Man. So we see a few shots of different characters. We see Thanos come through a por- through a portal and he's like, I don't know if I would dis- use the word fun to describe balancing the galaxy, but this truly is going to put a smile on my face or really does put a smile on my face. Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, so he comes through this portal kind of like smirking like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is it for you guys. Um, then we see a scene of Doctor Strange basically like making uh, like platforms for Star Lord to jump from. So Star Lord's jumping from like platform to platform as Doctor Strange is creating them, and he's like shooting his gun, which looks pretty awesome. Uh, it's a really cool team up, right? It is like Star Lord and not one that you would like think of either. No, very... not at all. So yeah, I really I really like that team up. The idea of that team up. Um, then we see Spider Man and the suit that. Tony Stark was going to give him at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, which I'm really excited about. Um, but it, it, it kind of makes sense, right? Just because, you know, we would think that's closer to like the Iron Spider suit. And if he's going to be fighting like intergalactic warriors, like, like we already know from Homecoming that this is not a very experienced Spider-Man. Like, of course, he has all the powers of Spider-Man, but he's still learning a lot. And I don't think they've um, told us exactly how much time is going to yeah. be in so between he, these two movies. He could be growing up a little bit, but he's not too much because he's still on a school bus. So it can't be years and years. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a sophomore in homecoming. I mean, I guess he could be like a junior, maybe a senior now. Yeah. But I don't know if it'll be that big of a gap between, you know, um, or if they're actually going year by year, because it seems as though in the MCU, they are going based off of the actual year that the movie is being released in, right? Right. So, like, Iron Man took place in 2008. 
he mentions like I've had this since 2008. So it's kind of like, yeah, are they taking places during the actual years that they're released? So if that's the case, and it's only been a year, like Peter Parker only grew up a year, but we don't know for sure. Um, so we see him in the Iron Spider suit, right? Or what what we assume is the Iron Spider suit is be- is definitely much more glossy, you know, more reflective looking, more kind of like an Iron Man suit, but he still has the flexibility. Which makes you think, um, because he was offered that suit when he was getting offered to become a full member. True. So did the arrival of Thanos make him a full member? Like it's it's time for him to step up and... Yeah, you think that's it? Or do you think it's just like a, hey, this, this guy's legit almost a god at this point we can't really have you out here in this in this kind of like we need you to have a, something a little extra i think it's a little bit of both i think it's like okay this is the real deal if you're gonna be in this i want to give you this suit to help you out but you are an avenger now fair enough fair enough um so we see that <clears throat> uh we get a couple more shots we get um we get a shot of the hulkbuster armor which came back. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. We yeah. don't see a Hulk, right? We see Thor. We don't see Hulk, but we do see the Hulkbuster armor, which I would imagine Tony probably whipped it back out to be like, all right, well, you're not the Hulk, but <laughs> I'm definitely probably gonna need this. Yeah. So we see a shot of the Hulkbuster armor. We see a shot of Scarlet Witch and the and Vision. There's, there's a shot of Bruce Banner in it. Was there? There was one. I guess I missed. It's that. one of those shots where like there's a couple characters standing there. Bruce Banner's there. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know this. I guess I must have missed that one. Um, so yeah, we see a shot of. We see a shot of a Scarlet Witch again. We see the shot of the Vision, who kind of looks like he's behind bars somewhere, which was a little. Yeah, it looked like there was bars time. separating him and uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so well, that was what's that's I gonna what, be about. Yeah, I wonder what's going on there. Um, Been captured by Thanos. Yeah, and then we see things kind of start to fall apart because Thanos is on the planet. He's kind of fighting them. Um, we see a shot of Captain America, who has a really thick beard now. I, I'm assuming from being in hiding. Um, I guess his old disguise wasn't working out anymore, so he had to do something different. He's, he was no longer in the Captain America um, I don't know, costume. But costume. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we see a shot of him with a longer hair and a beard. Um, we see a shot of Bucky and Black Panther, and then Black Panther is surrounded by his army, so I'm guessing they're attacking Wakanda. We see them. We see Bucky uh, load a gun. We see T'Challa ready to fight with his army. Uh, we get a shot of the Falcon, the Falcon fighting. We get a shot of. And then we get a we get a we get a shot of Iron Man fighting Thanos. Thanos just punches the shit out of him, knocks him right on his butt. Um, and then it kind of wraps up with we see Thanos hand lift up with the gauntlet on it. I can't tell if he has all the gems, but we see one of the gems light up. Oh, I forgot. We also saw a shot with of Loki with the Tesseract. Right, so and he's like holding it up. Yeah, which makes me wonder if he's handing it to somebody. Yeah, true. So we don't we don't know what's going on with him, um, but yeah, we see a shot of Thanos. He lifts his hand with the gauntlet on it. We see an Infinity Stone light up, which looks like the Tesseract. Actually, it looks like the Blue Stone, which is the space. It's the Mind Stone. 
Mind Stone. Yes, yeah. the Mind Stone. So it, it couldn't be that one. Um, we see one gym light up. I can't tell if he has all of them just quite yet. But then we see him like reach his hand behind him, kind of like balled up his fists. And then we see him kind of like almost as if he's holding something, like trying to pull something downward. And then all of a sudden just meteors come falling from the sky. Now, when I was reading the description before, uh, it was saying that that was like a planet that he basically crushed and then just hurled at the earth toward the Avengers. Which is insane. Which is beyond insane. And then the trailer cuts. Looked pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Now, going back a little bit. So that scene we saw with uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah. There was a lot of talk. And I, th- I don't even... I feel like it might have even been confirmed that he's no longer going to be Captain America. Do you think that's the beginning of what we're seeing? Because he wasn't in costume. In the end of Civil War, he put the shield down. Seemed like he was done yeah. with that title. What do you think? I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, in the comic books. Think, yeah, in the comic book, what do you go Nomad. as after? Nomad. Yeah. yeah. So is that what we're going to see now? I don't know. I mean, well, look, the costume of Nomad is pretty ridiculous looking. He has like a cape. He has like his chest out. Like it's it's a really weird costume. So I'm sure they wouldn't go that sure direction. That. But, I mean, we could possibly see that. Because basically when he went from being Captain America to being Nomad, he basically just went, you know, I'm a man with no country anymore, right? But the circumstances in the comic books were a little different than they are in the in, in the movie universe. Like, in the movie universe, he's just basically on the run. It's not that he doesn't... I don't... I don't think it's a case of he doesn't claim America anymore. It's more of just kind of like his his country is doing something that he doesn't really agree with. Right. And it's just one part of it. You know what I'm saying? I, so I don't know. I think it's more of just he's just on the run because they're trying to imprison him and he wants to keep doing good. But, you know, he feels he definitely feels like he shouldn't be in prison. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you might need to be a little bit closer to your microphone. I like you're a little far. This is this better? Can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what route they're gonna take. There was also so. Did you see? There was also a poster that came out at D twenty three. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Okay, so the poster is basically Thanos is in the middle, right? And then it's split into two sides. On one side, you see. Um, and they kind of split up too. So at the one side is the big one is Captain America, and the other side, the big one is uh, Iron Man. And behind Captain America, we see Black Widow, but she now has blonde hair. Huh. Yeah. So like clearly, they both kind of like went into hiding the traditional, you know, disguise of a baseball cap and a leather jacket and sunglasses yeah. didn't work out for them. <laughs> I guess they had to do something a little. A little more inconspicuous. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess that's where So when you saw Captain that. America, was he in the Captain America uniform in the poster? No, it more just kind of looked like he was just, you know what, I don't know. I think it just kind of looked like he was just in, like, regular kind of clothing. Um, just that's what I'm saying. I don't there. think we're going to see... Steve Rogers as Captain America anymore in this universe. 
You don't think so? Nope. That's my prediction. That I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to see a Captain America again, but it's going to be somebody else. Fair. That's fair. I mean, do you... so after Infinity War, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of their contracts are expiring, right? Captain uh, Chris Evans is one of them. Yeah, he's not. He's just in kind of like a black. It almost looks like his traditional Captain America suit, but it's just all black. Like there's just nothing to it. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he won't don the the suit anymore. But then if that's the case, do you think somebody's gonna take over for him? In this movie, no. In in the future, yes. I think as we um see future movies, we're either gonna see Bucky or we're gonna see Falcon take it. Which one would you rather see take it? Falcon. Me too. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Bucky would be cool, don't get me wrong. I mean, in the comic books, he does take over. Um, more recently, Falcon took over as Captain yeah. America. Um, and, like, Bucky even... But see, the difference is that when Bucky took over, he basically just kind of tried to be Captain America and kind of leave the Winter Soldier behind. He still used the gun now and again, but he kind of tried to be as much like Steve as possible, while Falcon, he was still falcon just with the shit with captain america shielded in the red white and blue uniform like he still kept his wings and everything which is what i think i would want i yeah. would want him to ditch the wings yeah I, I i like the idea of having the shield and the wings like it's yeah. pretty cool um so do you think i want to i want to we have my opinion and your opinion do you think we're going to see him as captain america in this movie, no. But we gotta keep in mind that there's a whole, there's a second one too. I mean, it's no longer called Infinity War Part Two, but it makes me wonder now though, just because so much just happened. I meant to mute that. So much just happened in in that trailer. Like it almost looked as though I'm I'm guessing they're gonna leave us on like a cliffhanger, right? Because a lot of what we saw in that trailer seemed like the third act of that movie. It didn't seem like it's going to be the beginning of it. Right. Because I think, and I'm not sure. I mean, I would like to see Thanos acquire these Infinity Stones, right? Like, I would like to see that journey. And originally, I would thought that maybe that would be almost the entirety of this movie, right? We see Thanos, like, having to travel the universe getting these stones we kind of see his story and maybe even get a chance to like be acquainted with this character and really get to know him so that the the fight has a little more levity to it you know what i'm saying so it's not just yeah. kind of like a a one-sided like battle where it's like we just we want them to get rid of the bad guy you know what i'm saying we we'd have a little more emotional attachment to danos as a character so i'm hoping they kind of go that route and this is maybe just kind of like the last 20, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, and then we get left on the cliffhanger of what's going to happen to the Avengers. So do you, and I don't know if this has been talked about or confirmed, but the second movie that's no longer called Infinity Wars is for sure a fight against Thanos? No, we have no idea. They haven't announced anything about like we still haven't got a title, so it's like they haven't said anything about that movie. Like we have no idea what the plot's gonna be. 
we, we don't know really anything about it. So I'm not really too sure. Because I feel like I, I agree with you that I would like to see a build into Thanos and him getting the stones and, and an opportunity for the audience to connect with that villain or character rather. Yeah, which, which, you know, Marvel has not done a great job of in the past. I mean, right. for all the great, th- for all the good that they've done and all the great movies that they've put out, you know, one recurring theme with the MCU movies is that the villains are always terrible, right? They're very forgettable. They're very cliche. They're just literally the opposite of what the hero is. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Every every Iron Man villain has just been somebody else who created some type of suit or weaponry like his. Like even the more recent ones, like Ant Man, we look at like the his villain was just a version yeah. of him. You know, like Doctor yeah. Strange's villain was just another version of him. So it's like we we get these villains who are basically just the they have the same powers and the same moveset as the main hero of the movie. And we just kind of, they just get lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, they're just forgettable. They all seem to just perish. And we talked about this. They all seem to just kind of go away. Like, the only ones that have really stuck around are Loki. And now we we still have the Vulture. We don't know if we'll ever see the Vulture again, but he yeah, is. Yeah, he is still around. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, it, Thanos, they've been building to this since basically the beginning, or at least since the first. Avengers, right? And we've seen maybe a total I mean, of. You can, you could say even before. I mean, it's, I feel like they've been building to this like the whole time. Yeah, I mean, the first time we saw him was the, the end of the event. No, we saw him at the end of the, the first Avengers. Right. He smiles at the end. He doesn't say anything, and then we saw him. Yeah, and then we saw him, of course, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He's just sitting but in his the, chair. The Infinity Stones. Throughout all the movies, what do you wait? Say that again. The Infinity Stones. Yeah, I mean they've been like through the movies. Oh, in general, well, yeah, which that's is building true. to Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, you kind of knew that. Uh, well, at least the fan, like real fans, kind of yeah kinda had an idea. But I don't. We didn't learn what the Tesseract was until like the Avengers. Yeah. So, I mean, because we first saw it in what, Captain America? Yeah, we first saw it in Captain America, America. but we didn't know that it was an Infinity Stone. So, but as soon as, yeah, as soon as we found out it was an Infinity Stone, then we kind of knew, like, Thanos would be appearing at some point. Um, Which I feel like, like, we didn't know, but I feel like making the movies, they knew that ahead of time. Yeah. Like, they knew they were heading in that direction. Kevin Feige, he knows what he's doing. He's had a plan for all of this all along and this is the culmination of it so look, we'll see man but no dude the, the trailer looks great i'm really I excited agree. Yeah. um so we see thanos too and he doesn't look like he's looked in the previous movies i don't know if you noticed that but he's not wearing any armor i noticed that yeah. like at all and a lot of people have asked asked like you know we've seen him sitting in a chair all suited up and covered in armor and now he's actually going to fight them and where is his armor at so there was an interview that they had with joe russo one of the directors of infinity war and they asked him you know like what like the statue at d23 made it look like thanos was just wearing like sneakers a tank top and some pants right um so they're like what's 
like, are we going to see this in the movie? Is that his actual costume? Like, what's going on? And he was basically just saying, like, you know, um, that this is a psychological journey for Thanos. And by the time he collects these Infinity Stones, he's kind of gone on this journey where he kind of he kind of sheds his armor because he I'm guessing he just doesn't feel like he needs it. Right, at least that's what like, that's what I'm taking away from it. I could see that. Like, if you gain all these Infinity Stones, you have all this power. It's like, I don't need this armor no more. Yeah, like, I who's mean, gonna touch me? It basically gives him the strength of a god, really. Right? Yeah. So why would he need? Why? Would he, I mean, because even without the Infinity Stone, I mean, he's still a monster of a of a alien. You know what I'm saying? He's like yeah. nine feet tall. He's like enormous. Like even in the trailer, and I forgot about this part. We see there's a moment where he literally grabs Thor by the head and just is his entire head is in the palm of his hand and he's just like squeezing it and we see this look on Thor's face as if his head is gonna explode like he's right. gonna squish his head in between his hands like that's crazy <laughs> like to to think about so I mean with with the gauntlet it's almost like dude he's basically almost unstoppable i mean he is pretty much unstoppable um you think we're gonna see some deaths in this movie yeah think so i think so you I don't to know who it's gonna be who do you think might die hawkeye you think <laughs> we didn't yep. see hawkeye in the trailer though actually he's gonna be the one that dies though calling it right now you think I, I i you don't think any more of them are gonna die like any bigger big i mean hawkeye's i guess at this point it's kind of bigger but you i mean it's kind of that's kind of my point they're gonna kill hawkeye because he's big but he's not like huge um like he doesn't have any of his own standalone movies you don't think like a, like, like a captain america or an iron man see, I is think gonna die i don't think we'll see iron man die in this upcoming movie yeah. and i also I'm in between the. I think we could see Captain America die. I don't know if it's gonna be this movie. Could be the movie F preceding this one. Yeah. And I mean, because I think that's gonna be a big factor, other than him no longer holding the mantle of Captain America. But I think his death is gonna be a big reason we'll see somebody else take up that mantle. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. We we do see a moment where Peter Parker is laying on the ground. His mask is off. He's still in a suit, but his mask is off. Tony is standing over him, and Peter's like, I'm sorry. He just says, I'm sorry. He, he looks like he's been beaten down. He just says, I'm sorry, and then we cut. I I highly doubt they'll kill Spider-Man, right? Just because we, we uh, Kevin Feige's already said that Spider-Man is basically going to lead them into Phase 4, right? So he's not going to die. But it, it makes you wonder, like, what is he apologizing for? Like, do you think he just messed up? Do you think... I don't even know if it's necessary that he messed up. I think he went into a fight and he lost. And then here he is standing over his mentors. We were talking in, in our last video. Um, Iron Man. And he just feels terrible. Like he let Iron Man down by failing and getting his ass beat. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to come see in that scene. Or he not so much messed up, but he failed to save somebody. Ah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's oh man, that's that's good stuff, man. <laughs> you should you should that's good stuff. 
All right. Any any more thoughts on the trailer? Um, I mean, it looks absolutely awesome. Um, I feel like we're gonna see a lot of Thor in this movie, which I like. Um, he still doesn't have his hammer. Well, at least not in the trailer. But in the in the Thor Ragnar um, trailer, we see it get destroyed. Yeah. So who knows if he's ever gonna have his hammer again? That's I mean, true. That could just be done. Yeah. Which is a little of a bit weird to see with Thor, but I mean, yeah. he's still a really skilled, strong fighter. Like he's yeah, still yeah. gonna be. That's true. Um, and so we're and we're gonna talk about the the Thor Ragnarok trailer um, sometime soon here. Uh, but we do see at the end of that trailer, spoiler alert, um, Thor kind of comes down and it's the electricity that he would normally like the lightning and electricity he would normally control with Mjolnir is like in his body. So maybe it doesn't take his hammer for him to control thunder or lightning and thunder. Maybe he can do it himself without the hammer. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, like you said, we might not even see uh, Mjolnir again at least in this first movie we might have to wait yeah yeah. I mean because if, if it's destroyed then he's gotta have to find um, somebody to remake it right yeah which I'm, I'm drawing a blank on who made the first one who is it it was forged by like these magical like elves dwarfs. yeah it was Were made from a, it was made from a dwarf star that fell mm. And then that's what they made the hammer out of. But yeah, it was like these kind of like magical, like elves, like dwarf elves or whatever you want to call them, um, that forged the hammer the first time. So it's almost like, I, I guess he would need another dwarf star to fall. Yeah, he would need in order to get, But I mean, they might but have I don't that know, metal still. Yeah, they might not have went that route in the movie. That might not be the origin of his hammer in the, mo- in the you know, the MCU. That might only nah, be Because I don't think they ever even go over the origin of his hammer. He just... No, he just has it it's just he's worthy or he's not worthy like in the first door we saw him have his hammer taken away from him and then that's when odin put the incantation on it of he can only use it if he's worthy enough to use it and then he has to prove that he's worthy but other than that we don't we don't know exactly where it came from so yeah but yeah i don't know man i think so i, I think for this one I mean, we have to believe, they have to do a good job of making us believe, making the audience believe that the Avengers are not going to make it out of out of this one. At least not all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if they don't make it seem as though this is, could truly be the end of them, then a lot of people may come out disappointed. Which I feel like when you look at the dynamic of the Avengers movies. Um, it's interesting to see this happen now. Because you have the first Avengers of them forming. Right. And you have the second Avengers of them um, somewhat fighting against themselves when they're fighting Ultron because they're mad at Tony Stark for making them. And then we have Civil War, which is not technically an Avengers movie, but you get to see the team break apart. Right. And now yeah, now we're gonna have to see them come together again and fight some big bad, like some stuff's gonna take them out. 
you think they'll still um the the uh, remake of the the Beatles song that the Justice League used for their trailer? Come together right now. <laughs> you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, it's in the first uh Justice League trailer. It was like a remake of that song. Yeah. I wonder if they probably won't steal it. I'm just talking. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that kind of leads us into our close call for for this episode. So I was thinking, there was so much buzz around this trailer, right? People, I mean, like, people were going nuts for it, right? And, And again, it is the culmination of all of these movies we've seen so far. You know, there's, what, I think 15, 16 or so movies and this is bringing them all together. I mean, we got everybody. We got the Avengers. We got the Guardians. We got Doctor Strange. We got Spider-Man. We, this is everything. This is this is everything they've been working towards. Everything Black they've been Panther. building towards. We got Black Panther. Winter got, Soldier. Yeah. I mean, we got them all, dude. So it's just like, my question is, can this movie live up to its hype right so we kind of saw this with avengers 2 with avengers age of ultron right because the first avengers is considered to be by many the best mcu movie so far right it's still very very high up there i mean some like winter soldier a little bit better some like civil war a little bit better but it's still up there right and it's what is what we saw bring them all together, right? There was the the expectations for this movie were far exceeded. So, but then we turn around and we see Age of Ultron, which to a lot of people it couldn't live up to the hype, right? Because we saw Josh Whedon do such a great job with the first one, we thought, well, this one has to be better, and that's almost what the problem was: is that people had it in their mind that. The expectations were so high. The bar was set so high that it almost was impossible for it to meet these expectations, right? Now we have the Russo brothers directing Infinity War, which they did the Winter Soldier and they did Civil War. Again, to many, two of the best MCU movies so far. Do you think that they are doomed to fail? Like... Is the bar for this movie based off of what they produced already and based off of what we know, how this is the combination of everything, are they doomed to fail? Like, can this movie live up to these super high expectations that are undoubtedly going to be set for it? No, I don't think it will. You don't think I it- think I think it will be a solid movie, but I don't think it's going to live up to our expectations. Just because, I mean, it's all these Marvel movies building up to this one. And, uh, a lot of people are going to be really excited about seeing all the characters for the first time all together. You know, introducing the Guardians of the Galaxy to, you know, they're going to be seeing Thor. They're going to be seeing Hawk. They're going to be seeing Iron yeah. Man. We're going to see them all come together in this one movie. And that alone, I think, makes the expectations super, super high. Other than the fact that we've been building to this, and I don't think there's any way we can live up to it. And I'm going to protect two problems that I can see happening. Um, the first one is the dynamic of all the characters together. Because when you look 
I mean, let's say we look at just two of the, some of the newer movies. Let's look at Civil War and let's look at the second Guardians of the Galaxy. They're two very different movies. True. Um, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy has this big humor element to it. I mean, all Marvel movies have some humor to it. Right. But, I mean, you can damn near call Guardians of the Galaxy a comedy. Like, it's constantly full of humor. Um they're flying around space. And then you had Civil War, where it was a little bit more of a serious storyline. I mean, you had friends fighting friends. Now we're going to bring these characters together and see them interact with each other. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Drax talking to... I mean, any of the characters. I feel like it would be weird. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I mean, I guess... And again, maybe I'm, I'm kind of putting my faith in the directors of the movie just because... Which I get that. I yeah, was just you know they me, brought but... they brought everybody together for Civil War. Like when you when we look at Civil War, that was pretty much everyone we had seen so far, excluding well, we hadn't seen Doctor Strange yet, so he doesn't count. The only person that was absent of that movie was Thor mm-hmm. and Hulk, which makes sense, right? Because if either one of them were actually there, it would make the fight over in a second. Because whoever had one of the other two on their side, it would have been a clearly an unfair fight um so i mean i don't know if they had thor on one side and hawk on the other well yeah but i mean if they had them both it would be really unfair yeah it would be super unfair or if one team had one and the other one was still absent oh you know what i'm saying like if hulk came or if thor came back to earth and was just like nah you know what i think i'm a solid captain america on this one like there's there's no fight then like it's that's a wrap, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's an interesting conversation for a different, different podcast. But just made uh, me think of the comic book. True, true. Which I've also thought about that too. Ant Man is like the secret weapon of that movie, and I think people don't realize it. Yeah, I must have watched that airport airport fight scene like a hundred times, and I just it hit me once like. Because when you look at the two teams, and this is off topic, we'll get back to it in a second. When you look at the two teams, like Captain America, I mean, Iron Man's team seems pretty stacked, right? You got, first of all, you got Iron Man and War Machine. You got The Vision. You got Black Panther. And you have Spider-Man. I mean, you also have Black Widow, but whatever, right? And then you look at Captain America's team. Like, of course, you have Captain America. You have the Winter Soldier, which is, he's very similar to Captain America. He just has a metal arm. Um, you got Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, who which is... your biggest power. Right, his his biggest powerhouse, right? But it's tough with her because she's still getting a full handle on her powers, right? She still doesn't know what she's fully capable of. Um, but yeah. I, she was like afraid of her powers. Yeah. So and it's like, Ant-Man was really their secret weapon because... From him going to small to giant man, like, like he was able to get into Iron Man's suit, right? Right. And then he was able to switch and go giant and then basically just take out... He, he could have took out almost everybody around him if he was really trying. And it took all... It took three of them to take him down as giant man. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think... If they were fighting to kill... I don't think they would have won the fight, but considering the circumstances, I think Ant-Man really, really tipped the scale to help 
Captain America in that fight. Do you think we'll see him go back against Thanos? Oh, I definitely believe. Yeah. I I don't think he's completely done being small, but since we're going to be getting the Wasp, uh, the Wasp um, which is coming after the first Infinity War, but, not bef- but before the second one, since we're going to get Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think she's going to be more so the on the side of going yeah. small, and he's going to be more focused on being bigger. Because the Wasp in the comic books never goes big. She always goes small and regular size, obviously. So I don't think we'll ever see her go big. Remember, she went big once in the cartoon. Did she? She did. We're off topic again. Yeah, that's all right. Um, But yeah, dude, I just... It's hard because, again, I, I look back at Age of Ultron, and I like the movie. I really, I really enjoyed Age of Ultron, but I do remember feeling a little underwhelmed just because it was more of the same of what we had already seen, right? The third act was this really big battle with like hordes and hordes of like enemies that they just take out with no problem. At one point, it seems like they're getting overwhelmed and then something happens where they turn everything around, they turn the tables and then they're back on top, right? And right. like I said, there were some great action pieces. Like, I love the scene where they all circled around the last that last little pillar thing. And they're like, we got to stop them from, from activating this. And they all just kind of go crazy. I love that scene. I thought the movie was great. The stuff with Hawkeye was, was fine. Um, I think it was kind of a cop-out that they killed Quicksilver, but I, I understand it. Like, his, his death didn't have much weight to me, but it's whatever. But, yeah, I think that it it didn't quite live up to my expectations. And I, I so it's, man. That was, I feel like you're hitting, like, what my second point was going to be. But why it's not going to live up. And it, it mainly has to do with Age of Ultron. Not quite the same point you're making, though. My whole thing was, I remember... Before the Age of uh, Age of Ultron came out, and we were watching the previews, it like gave me this idea of what Ultron was gonna be like, and I True. feel like he was almost like from the trailers, like the whole like "there's no more strings on me" thing, right? Right. Yeah. Like he seemed like he was gonna be a scary. He did. Bad. He seemed like he was gonna be character. the most menacing villain we've ever seen in the MCU. Right? It was almost like this trailer was. It was almost scary. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, we got to the movie. I mean, he wasn't like that at all. I no, don't find him intimidating was, or scary. No, he, but because they too much killed of, it. Yeah, I mean, he took too much of um, Tony Stark's personality and was just kind of joking around too much. And yeah. it just wasn't like that. And for that reason, I'm scared that... What if they did Thanos like that? And he's not this big, badass, scary character. That, that what if they made him yeah. a little bit goofy? That would totally kill us. That would that would really take me out of the movie. Like I don't mind. Like it's cool to have a joke here and there. And even again, in, so in the trailer, right? Again, we we have a line where he says something along the lines of, "I don't. You don't normally consider fun when you're balancing the galaxies." Or planets, or whatever he says. He's basically just saying, like, he's taking over. Don't normally think of that as fun, but doing this really brings a smile to my face. Which, that is a very, the way it was delivered was a pretty 
menacing and scary yeah, exactly mind. they need to keep that throughout the entire movie we don't agree. need to see a humorous villain we don't need that i Honestly, don't want it i don't want one joke from him i don't either i want him to be all serious i want and even if he does make a joke i want it to be a joke that's not funny you know what i'm saying like a joke that's like that's Almost not scary. funny <laughs> that's scary right like it's yeah. scary that you feel as though that's funny you know what i'm saying like so yeah you're right you're absolutely right and i think that's gonna be one of the things that has to get done right we can't we don't need to see a funny humorous thanos he needs to be a straight up badass he needs to just be a serious dude the only time he should smile is when he's causing death and destruction other than that Yes. We don't need to see it. That's it. He should be enjoying himself destroying shit. That's and what I'm that's saying. That's the only, yeah. God, that's, that'll be the way to do it. If they could do that, because it all, I'm not worried about them balancing the characters. Like, there's going to be a lot of characters, but I'm not too worried about that. It seems like that'll be fine. Also, I forgot to mention, it looks like we're still going to get adolescent, like teen group. So he's still not, he's not back to the size he was in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He's obviously not a baby anymore, but he seems like he's a little older than what he was at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I mean, there was a scene at the end of the credits when he was like a teenager. Yeah. They, gonna be like that. they said he was like an adolescent, so ideally he was like 12, 13. On the poster, he looks more along the lines of maybe like a 16-year-old, so okay. to speak. I mean, James Gunn has already said that just like a dog like he ages differently than human beings you know what i'm saying so yeah like certain parts of his life are longer or shorter than other parts of his life like the human like you know unlike humans where we kind of move year to year um so we don't know exactly how much he's grown in the time that's passed, but he does look to be a little bit older, but still, he's still, again, he's still not back to the size that he was before. But yeah, yeah so I mean, you think we're bringing in the Guardians, who are full of, you guys, Star-Lord, who's full of quips and one-liners and jokes. We got Drax, who they humored up a lot in the second movie. Um, Too much. Yeah. We got Iron Man, who... To be honest, it seems as though he's taking more of a serious tone in this movie because he realizes the levity of what's about to happen. And it's what he's been fearing all along. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what led him to create Ultron is he feared something like this might happen. He kind of almost sensed it. Like, he, he knew that he felt like the Chitauri invasion was only the beginning. Like, there's still more out there that could definitely threaten their world. But, yeah... I, so I'm not really too worried about the balance of characters. I think they'll do a good job with that, especially from what we've seen already. Like again, the scene with like Star Lord and Doctor Strange. I'm like, that's that's a pretty awesome combo. That is pretty cool. Use I of have that. to admit that. Um, so that looks that looks great. It's it's gonna be the villain. Thanos is gonna make or break this movie, and hopefully he'll make it. Yeah. So I guess we can end there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> look, we don't know if we have any listeners yet. Maybe, maybe you've come <laughs> back. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you listened to like episode fifty or whatever. If we if we make it that far, and then you decide to come back and re-listen to one of these or something, I don't know. Um, but if we do have any listeners, 
We have an email set up now, uh, closecallspod at gmail.com. Feel free to, to email in. Give us your thoughts on uh, Infinity War. Do you think it'll live up to the hype? Um, or feel free to email us with any other close calls you might like us to talk about. Um, but yeah, so that's all we got for this week. We'll uh, not see you guys, but you'll hear us next week. All right, everybody. Bye. Thank you.